Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 50 years ago. While his kids are running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife wouldn't let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency, and we love to talk. We have a high-value home CE class coming up on May 11th at 10 o'clock. Be sure to check it out. You can register at toscano.com forward slash CE. Today, we're talking about the ABCs of insurance. Getting back down to the basics, we all kind of seem to forget the processes for applications, broker of record changes, and cancellation forms. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Happy Friday. How are you, Dana? Great, Nicole. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. This is the last Friday in April. Can you believe Woo-hoo! it? Yep. So Let's April 20, April 29th, and just so fitting, it was 29 degrees this morning on the 29th of April. That's I mean, terrible. Why? Why? It was just 80 this past weekend. No joke. It was beautiful. It was like summer and then winter. The poor people trying to garden had all their blankets all over their bushes and, mm-hmm. and flowers and, oh, geez, I don't mean to complain, but it's, it's a little ridiculous pushing me that we're having frost advisories. Overnight. I agree. I'm over it. I'm done. Let's just keep moving towards spring. I can't, I just can't anymore. I'm over it. Sophie was getting ready to go out to the bus this morning. She's like, do I have to put my coat on? I'm like, honey, it's 36 degrees. She's like, yeah, but it's spring mom. <laughs> I know. Well, they said today it's going to be 60. So when she comes home it'll be beautiful no coat. right you know so that's what they say on the news you'll need your winter coat going out the door this morning but this afternoon i mean <laughs> it's crazy 30 35 degree swings like that's in a day it is Welcome crazy it is i know it's not just us pennsylvania no whatever, but pennsylvania weather is ridiculous it's really wonky that's for sure <laughs> it is <laughs> oh my gosh well today we really i want to take the time to talk through this we work with so many agents who are just coming into the industry um, here at the Toscano agency, which is totally fine. We get lots of questions about applications. We get lots of questions about um, broker of records and then the proper way to actually uh, go through a cancellation as well. So, you know, not that I want to get down to the basic basics with everybody, but I think that, you know, when agents come to us, and they're new in the industry, number one, they're wet behind the ears. We know this. We use all this terminology and this jargon, and it's super confusing. I don't care if you've passed your stinking test. It's still confusing, right? We all know this. Right, right. But we're even that much more different as a wholesaler who focuses on hard-to-place risk versus a standard carrier. Like, I know automation's great. Innovation is, is definitely necessary. but I think a lot of agents don't even know what a court application is anymore because they literally go into their standard carrier's quoting site and it spits it out on the back end for them. They don't even realize the answer they're answering on the screen here is going to go into this section of the accord application. Now, I hate accords just like everybody else does. I don't think there is a person on this planet that actually 
likes in a court application. Yes. Agree, Dana? What yes. do you think? And, and if that's the case, can you please email us and tell us <laughs> your tricks of the trade as to why you like them so much? Yes. I mean, podcast at Dinkano.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please tell us how much you love them and why. I, I'm completely open to your opinion. <laughs> yes. But I mean, not to cut you off, Nicole, but just to share with you the way, you know, I think our retail agents feel. Um, first of all, like you said, we're hard to place business. So a lot of times and this, we kind of just refocus this with our team. Like when new agents are coming in, we're so used to saying ENS business and people don't know what that means. So like you said, back to basics, we're the hard to place business. So you're coming to us. And when I started working here, coming from the retail side, like you said, Nicole, I only had company specific apps that I dealt with. So after a while I got to know them and that company wants X, Y, and Z, I send those apps in. So then now you get this hard to place risk. When I started working here and said, go ahead and tell them to fill out this section of the Accord app. I was a little overwhelmed by that. Like, I don't really know what that is. You know, me personally, because I didn't deal with the court apps on the retail side. That was me. Um, I know there's a lot of people. I didn't write a lot of commercial though. I think there was a lot of people that listen that do, but so I can feel like if you've never really dealt with them and really know how, how many different Accord apps there are. It can be overwhelming. So uh, we don't mean to intimidate in any way because I know we talk about them. We use them all the time. But I also feel for the agents because I know they're used to their company specific apps. And here we are, like fill out this accord or we'll say if it's if we know enough about the risk, go ahead and fill out one of our company apps. Right. You know, and that's the thing that I think we do really well here. And I try to get this message across. One of the biggest roles on our marketing team here at the Toscano Agency is to connect agents with underwriters that not only specialize in the type of risk they're working on, but are available immediately to help. Because we like to talk about it. There's going to be a story. We don't want you completing an application without talking to us first. Not that we're saying we're not going to have a place for the business, but we may have a specific app we want you to fill out. So before you try to muddle through an Accord application, call us first. We'll probably have a fillable app for you to use. We can highlight the areas that we need because complete submissions make quotes go faster. So important. So Dana, do you want to talk a little bit about like the apps on the transportation team? Because it's very different than what people are used to working with. Oh, right. I mean, again, like you said, I think with us too, a lot of the risks that we write in the transportation team typically have a story, especially if it's a hard to place. There's something going on that we need to know about. And we really might only have one specific company that we might have a shot with, maybe more than one. But we know if you fill out this specific app, we're going to get enough information to really help target and and narrow it down. And we'll know the background going in. And it also, I have to share with you, I think it would save you time because if you're really just trying to fill out all these different sections of an Accord app, we might not even need some of them. Right. That makes sense. So the application process. Not harder. (laughs) Right. Like sometimes maybe our app is two or three pages, but you're filling out seven to 10 of an Accord, you know, because you're adding another section and another section and us, which is wonderful. And I feel badly. I don't want you to like you said, work harder than you need to. If a simple phone call will say, here, you know what? I think it's going to fit this market. Let me just send you their application. Go ahead. Please go ahead and fill that out. And also just remember, put in the notes again, the details you told me, because again, if it's a new submission, we have to 
properly routed and things. So we just want to make sure that story is is in with the full thing. But fill that app out; it'll really help the underwriter. And it could like it'll likely be let's say me if I'm the underwriter talking to. But we still have a formal process. So I, I just think it it saves everyone time. We don't want you filling out more than you need to either. <laughs> you know, right. but we want to get the we want to get the right information. So our apps sometimes will ask the right information up front and not searching through Accord apps. Definitely. You know, it's, it's just really important to, to talk to us first before filling out those apps. If you've already filled out apps because you've sent it somewhere else, we can work off of those. You don't have to start all over again, but you know, we really like to have that conversation. The other question I get all of the time, and we see this, especially with acquisitions that are going on. And here I am using like a jargon word. So if your agency has purchased another agency or you have been purchased by somebody else, sometimes there's pieces of business that are kind of scattered amongst lots and lots of carriers. So I'll get questions all of the time to try to do some consolidation work, try to keep, you know, we want to have two wholesalers instead of five. So can you look at some of the pieces of business we have? And instead of us having to start all over again, start with a new application, have a new inspection, collect new payment. Can we just do a broker of record change? And I get so many people asking me what that means exactly. Mm -hmm. So literally that's taking a policy from ABC company over here with a different agency to ABC company over here as your agency. It's a piece of paper, honestly. That's seriously what it is. It just means that it's getting transferred from one agency code to another agency code. Now, we work with so many different carriers. And Dana, you and I were talking about this earlier. There seems to be so many carriers in bed with other carriers right now. There's a (laughs) subcarrier to this carrier, and this carrier is actually that carrier. It can get really confusing. It's over my head sometimes. I, I I'm still learning a lot of it. So I'm like, oh, I would have never known that, you know? So to shift and move this business, there is a process. And every carrier has a specific number of days and a procedure that needs to be followed in order for that business to be moved. So if you have the opportunity to be moving business from one agency code to another, or say maybe you're working with a client and you have all of their commercial accounts or all of their um, personal accounts, or they're a real estate investor, and you've got all the, whatever it may be, but some of their accounts are with another agent, and now they want to work just with you. Instead of going and rewriting all of those policies that's with that other agency, if you have access to those carriers through Toscano or somebody else, you can move it easily. Just have to have the right information. So. If that is something that you want to talk about, it's definitely a question to come to the marketing team here at the agency. So feel free to do that. We do this on a pretty regular basis. I say consolidation work is easier. You're not working with as many companies. And, you know, my boss may not agree with what I'm going to say, but this is my advice. As a previous agency principal and producer, you always need to have at least two wholesalers never just one. You have to keep your options open. We're not always going to be able to place every single thing you bring to us. I would never tell you that we could because that's not a true statement. There can be something that we can't place. So you have to have options. I'm not saying pair wholesalers against each other. Be open and honest. 
go to one. If you've gone elsewhere before you come to us, tell us where you've been. Because it's really annoying to start working on something, getting everything together, shooting it out to a market. And they're like, no, we've already seen this by somebody else. You're blocked. We can't help you. That is like not cool. It's, and it's a, not cool. It's, sorry to cut you. It is a waste of both of your times too. Yes. Like you already know that. And we're going to go through the same thing to get the same response or we're to tell you. And then you're going to say, oh yeah, that, I know that, you know, it's right. just a complete waste of time. But, but again, before working here, I was never fully aware of broker or records either. So it took me a little while to understand, but it is such a smoother transition. Like you said, instead of, you know, it can feel overwhelming. Like, oh my goodness, I have to rewrite this whole piece of business. And well, no, just come through us. If we already have it in the house, as long as we get the broker records and the full submission that we we require, we'll just go directly to the company to see if they'll let us release it to us to work with you instead, instead of the old broker. But there is a formal process. Don't get me wrong, but trust me, it's a lot easier than rewriting the risks. So, and I would say there's some companies that might have a little different guidelines. So in specific situations, let us know. We get the BOR, we'll reach out to if we need a little bit more or or whatever. So a lot of them are pretty basic, I'd say, but sometimes one company might have a little extra stipulation and we'll be like, oh, by the way, can you just get us this too? And other than that, pretty easy peasy. Yeah. The other thing that I get a lot of questions on and, you know, I've had some underwriters actually come to me this past week because I think this process might be a little broken and it could just be because there's so many different carriers that do this differently. So I'm going old school here. Cancellations, not going onto a website and hitting, I want to cancel this policy. I'm talking the loss policy release form, which is an accord form. It's a cancellation form. On that policy form or on that form, when you are processing a cancellation for somebody, this is what's going in the file. This is sometimes what you have to send to the carrier as proof of the cancellation. This is in lieu of going to the website and saying, yes, I'm canceling this policy. Because folks, if you're just doing that and you have no signed piece of paper from the client saying they want to cancel their policy, that is a huge E&O issue. Now, I'm going to share a personal story. This was my evening last night. So Thursday nights in my household, everybody is actually together and we eat one meal together as a family. My stepson comes over. He's almost 21. My daughter's home. My husband's home. I make food, very food oriented. We are sitting at the dinner table and my stepson says to me, oh, you're going to be so proud of me. And I'm like, oh yeah, why is that? He's like, because I got new insurance and my heart sank. And I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm like, tell me about your new insurance. He's like, yeah, I got new car insurance because I was paying this number and this number is like half. And I'm like, oh, that's great. So what did you change on your policy? He's like, I don't know. Like the agent said, I I have everything I need and I have full tart. And I'm like, (laughs) how is it that, you know, like you are even in my life and you just said tart. Okay, let's talk a little. So we're going through and and he's like, yeah, it's half the price. And, you know, he said, I'm I'm fully covered. I'm completely protected and everything's good. It's going to come out of my checking account and this, that, and the other thing It's much better. You know, this guy at work told me about it because I told him how much I was paying. And he said, you shouldn't be paying that much. I said, so his father steps in because I can see he's getting red. Like he's getting upset. He's like, so you listen to a guy 
at work for insurance advice when your stepmom has been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, well, I didn't want to bother her. You know, she's really busy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Brandon. All right. Let's get down to it. I said, did you sign a cancellation form to cancel your current policy? And he said, well, no, this guy works with that company too. And I said, no, he does not. This guy is an independent agent. This company has nothing to do with what that guy is doing. I said, did you sign a form to cancel your policy? And he's like, um, I said, if you did not, it's going to come out of your checking account in six days and you're going to be paying for two insurance policies this month. And on your limited budget, I know that's not going to work for you. And he's like, um, I don't know. I'm like, can you look on your app for this company you're with now to see if it's canceled? He goes and he looks on the app. It's not canceled. He's like, but what am I going to do? I'm like, you need to sign a form. So anyways, we had this long conversation. I still don't know what this kid has changed on his policy, but I can only imagine. He's probably at state minimum limits because yes, stepmom made sure he was okay. He paid his car cash. We need to make sure if you smack it up, you're getting something back out of this. Like, you know, he's young. Anyways, this was my dinner conversation. And Sophie's sitting there. She's like, could we please talk about something else? (laughs) Please. Please. So cancellation form. Yes, there's lots of carriers that have an area on their website where you can just go in with your client's information, choose cancel, choose the date, choose the reason, boom. That's more for marketing purposes and transaction purposes for the carrier to collect or to protect the agency you need the signed cancellation form. Now, yes, there's other agents out there that offer the service of canceling a policy for you if you're switching your insurance. Did you do that, Dana? Was that something you did yeah. previously? Okay. We had we had a form there to say we, we, we want to help guide help you get your other policy canceled. So yeah, I think it was a courtesy too to make right. sure. Definitely. Right. So something I've been seeing coming through agents here at the Toscano agency is they may be canceling a policy for someone else, for another agent, completing that LPR, but they are signing the bottom of it where it says broker signature. If you are not the person who wrote that policy, you're not signing as the broker. The person who wrote the policy has to sign off on the bottom and then submit that to the carrier. They don't care about the new agent signature. I've been seeing this. I saw four of these this week. So that's why I really wanted to take the time to talk about it. Okay. That LPR, if it's not your policy that you wrote, you're not signing it. The eight, or the client is signing it at the top and then the original broker who wrote the policy is signing off at the bottom because that's the signature the carrier is going to be looking for because it matches the application. That's a good point, Nicole. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't, I didn't even know that. <laughs> so you yeah, taught me most people because... don't. So yeah, no, it has uh-uh. to be, yeah, it's, it's important. Um, Cause you can't sign client on behalf on a policy you didn't write. It makes sense. Complete yeah. sense. I mean, we get the, we get the forms, but we have a cancellation department that really handles them. So Right. Full disclosure, you know, but you're right. We have to get the sign form. We're not just going to, 
if you email us and say the insurer wants to cancel, okay, we need the signed LPR, like we always say. <laughs> right. Signed it's accord, a little cancel. bit, a little right, bit deeper. Bit. And a lot of people get kind of caught up on that LPR. Well, what's an LPR? I don't know what an LPR is. And like they freeze. Just cancellation form. It's all that it is. And if anybody's using an agency management system, I guarantee you it's in your forms. It is in there mm-hmm. and it's fillable. So much right. easier. Exactly. So I just really wanted to take the time to go through some ABCs of insurance today, just to kind of bring it back in. You learned something new and you've been in this industry for more than a decade. Like it's just some of these things, you forget them if you're not doing them or if you're new and coming in to the industry can all seem extremely overwhelming. Um, My biggest piece of advice ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't feel as though if you're talking to someone who's been in this industry longer than you've been on this planet, (laughs) like my stepson, you can ask questions. It's okay. This is the way you learn. And we have all been in that spot at one point in time. We've all been in that spot. So we're here to lift each other up and help each other out. Right. Just call, ask questions anytime. We're always here. (laughs) Definitely. All right, Dana, it's been a great one. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Thanks. Thanks everyone. Happy end of April. Yay. (laughs) Yay. And I'm on the roll.